I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for February 13th through 17th. Today, we are getting started with something different. You kind of need to scooch up here so people can hear the question. Oh, here. You can actually use my mic. So, JD is going to be reading the People Magazine 60th Anniversary Special General Hospital Celebrating 60 Years of Love and Drama Quiz. And we are going to answer the questions and see who knows the most answers, because that's how that works. What's okay. my prize if I win? I don't know. <laughs> you can get a my sandwich. respect. You'll get a sandwich and a uh, A plus. Okay. <laughs> a for Amanda. There you go. Okay, so hold on. We're gonna pass my mic over to JD. Put that on. Uh, am I on? Hold it. Okay. I'll hold it. So read us the question, and then we will write down our. I was just oh, yeah. keeping it in case you wanted. Oh to yeah, so we can just write down your answers right right now. I have the answers here. Okay. So he's going to read the questions. Do you, do you want to play this like Jeopardy? I give you the answer and then you try to figure out the question. No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. However, can we create that game? Sure. <laughs> but okay. All right. Question one. Why was Scotty arrested for murder in 1980? Uh, A, he punched Luke who fell into the water off Frank Smith's yacht and was presumed dead. B, he killed his stepmother, Meg, while he, she was having a drunken argument with his father, Lee. Or C, Heather faked her death to frame him after he dumped her. Okay. Okay. All right. You, everybody got their answer? Okay. Yes. Number two, who killed Lorenzo Alcazar? Alcazar. A, Luis Alcazar, or is it Luis? Luis. Luis. Luis? 
Luis. Oh, Luis Alcazar, Sky Quarter B, Sky Quarter Main, or C, Jason Morgan. Okay. Where's the third one? Oh, uh, number three. What were Roy DeLuca's? Yeah. Uh-huh. Last words to his fiance Bobby Spencer before he quote died in a shootout in 1979. A protect Luke. B leave the gun, take the cannoli. C I love you. Okay. And just so you know, you don't have to hide the answers from me because I don't even look at the answers yet. I'm not hiding them from oh, you. I'm okay. hiding them from her. <laughs> uh, number four. And it blocks my view of hers. Too. Oh yeah, that's true. Who was Doc? How I'm sorry. How was Doctor Steve Hardy paralyzed? Uh, a in a car accident with Audrey. B he fell down the hospital stairs. Or C he caught Lassa fever in the hospital. Okay. All right. This is a long question. Fifth one. Where did Frisco buy the Aztec ring that introduced him to Felicia, who snuck into his room to steal it? A, an art fair. B, Central Mexico. C, ye old Aztec store. <laughs> Come on. Ye that old. Ma- that's what it says right there. <laughs> it's not even English. <laughs> that's what it says. I know. All right. Everybody got their answer? Yep, yeah. Yeah. They've definitely thrown in some. It obviously is not a quote from The Godfather. <laughs> it is not ye old. That's, that's what it says. I know. I'm just saying. All right. Uh, number six. What brought Alexis Davis to Port Charles in 1996? Uh, A, she was dating Dr. Pierce Dorman. B, she was hired to defend Kevin Collins for stalking Felicia. Uh, C, MapQuest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Well, Map MapQuest was kind of that might actually be the answer. That might be the answer because you figure ninety six there was MapQuest. There was that could be the literal <laughs> answer. Okay, uh, number uh, seven. Number seven. Where did Doctor Portia Robinson work before coming to GH? Uh, a the free clinic. B Harmony Maine. C Mercy Hospital. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Number eight. Who poisoned Tiffany Hill with a deadly virus in 1991? Ha ha. A. <laughs> you just gave away the answer. No, 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 no. I just. No, I did not give away the answer. Okay, well. Let me read the answer. Let me read the choices. Part show is going to know. <laughs> no, I don't see the answers here. I got to go to another page. Go ahead. You know why you just did that. A. Cesar Faison. <laughs> uh, B. Victor Cassidyne, C. Sean Donnelly's ex-wife. All right, that was a gimme for all. That was a gimme for us. I don't know the answer. I just saw the name. I know you don't. I just like that it makes me that excited. Even just phase on. No, I figured phase on. The question. I was like, aw. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. When are you doing your four one one about phase on? By the way. Um. Probably a while. Okay. All right. Number nine. Number nine. Who helped ex-Madam Ruby Anderson get a job at the general? I'm sorry, get a job at the hospital. A, Nurse Jessie Brewer. 
B, Nurse Bobby Spencer. C, an ex-hooker who worked for Ruby. Okay. The last one. What did Robin call Anna before it was revealed that Anna was her mother? A, a dancer. B, love. Or C, hey you. (laughs) Hey you. Okay. All right. Is that it? Yep. Hold on. I have a picture of the answer, so I'll keep going back. Okay. Oh, that was smart. Yeah. 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 Uh, Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. Why was Scotty arrested for murder in 1980? Do you want me to read all these again? Yeah, and then read the answer, please. Okay, so why was Scotty re- arrested for murder in 1980? It, it was it A, he punched Luke, who fell into the water off Frank Smith's yacht and was presumed dead. Okay, you just want me to read the answer? <laughs> just read the answer. I was going to yeah. say, it's going to take a long yeah, no, time. Just read the answer. Well, here, here's what's going to happen. Read the question happen. and then read the answer. Hold on. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> Why, okay, we're going to start over again. Why was Scotty arrested for murder in 1980? What did you guys put? C. C. So you put C. He, Heather faked her death to frame him after he dumped her. Correct. Yes. Right? That was your answer. Correct. Well, the answer was A. He punched Luke, who fell into the water off of Frank Smith's yacht oh, and was presumed wow. dead. Wow. All right. So we're both failures okay. there. Wrong. <laughs> Yeah, I was just making sure. Heather framed a lot of people. Heather did frame a lot of people. I was just making sure I had it, read it right. Okay. All right. Luke. (laughs) Okay. Number two. Oh, I knew that. He went to trial for killing Luke and Luke wasn't dead. Oh, yeah, we did. Right. But it wasn't. Okay. Number two. Who killed Lorenzo Alcazar? What was your answer? Luis. I said B. I said Sky. Uh, So you said Sky and Luis. Uh All right. Well, the answer is Jason. <laughs> Jason Morgan. Oh my God. No, C. Jason Morgan. Oh, wow. I was torn between Luis and Jason. This guy wouldn't have killed him. She was carrying his baby. I thought she did it on accident, and it was one of those oops. Mm. That happens sometimes. Wrong. Okay, so so far, our there we go. There two for two wrong. Yeah. So okay, were well, we on number four already? Number three. three. Oh, number three. Let me say there's three. Three, okay. Um, where was Roy DeLuca's last? Well, I'm sorry. What were Roy DeLuca's last words to his fiance Bobby Spencer before he died in a shootout in 1979? I said A. Save. I said C. I love you. Well, one of you is right. Okay, I know because the other one's a quote from The Godfather. Yes, and the answer is C. I love you. Woo! I thought that that would be to give me. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Wait a minute. So far, Amanda's winning. <laughs> number, number four. Okay. Run number four. Yep. How was Steve Hardy? How was Dr. Steve Hardy paralyzed? Loss of fever. Oh, see, I said a car accident. So wait a minute. You said loss of fever. So C and A, right? Yes. Well, neither of you are right. What? It's, he thought he, it's B. He fell down the hospital oh stairs. Oh my gosh! I know nothing about this show. <laughs> How are we the authority on this? <laughs> to be okay. fair, we've never d- did we do? I don't think we did a four one one about Steve. No, we didn't. And this is a and lot of early eighties questions, right? Well, except 
I oh. Okay. Apparently we don't love Alcazar as much as we thought we did. No. Here we go. Number five. Where did Frisco buy the Aztec ring that introduced him to Felicia? We both said A for this one. And we both got it right. Well, we did you? Right. Are yes. you sure? Yes. Is that was. your final answer? Would yes. you like to phone a friend? Unless it was the ye old <laughs> Well. No, it's not. Who just said the ye old Aztec no, store? It is not, no, it isn't. You're right. It is not. It's the art fair. <laughs> Yay. Uh, what a question was that? Six. Okay. We're on number six now. Okay. Uh, what brought Alex Davis to Port Charles? Alexis. <laughs> What brought Alexis Davis to Port Charles in 1996? I said B. Hold on. I can't read my own answer here. It, uh, you both said what? B? B. Yeah, you're right. Woo-hoo! She was hired to that defend was- Kevin Collins for stalking <laughs> Felicia. Okay. Uh, number seven. Where did Dr. Portia Robinson work before coming to GH? Mercy. That's what I said too, but I was not positive of that. You were both right. Mercy Woo! Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> do we even have to go over the next one? <laughs> yeah, you do. Who poisoned Tiffany Hill with a deadly virus in 1991? We've Cesar Faison. Wrong. No, it's no you're right. It's Cesar. <laughs> he put it in her milk. Okay. Uh, next one. Who helped ex Madam Ruby Anderson get a job at the hospital? I said Jesse because that's what I said. A Bobby worked for her, so both of those answers would have been conflicting. You both said A. Yeah, you're right. Sweet Jesse Brewer. Okay, now here's the last one. It's love. It is love. We did both got that one right. <laughs> you sure? Before we are done reading the question, yeah. are you even? Are you really sure? I yes. have bet my children on yeah, this. Yeah, me too. Um, I well, bet me and his children. <laughs> and um, all the cats. Hmm. <laughs> it's love. It's love. Yeah, you're right. It's love. Yes. B, yeah. So Amanda won by I won one. By one point. Wow. Uh-oh. I am very disappointed in being wrong about Alcazar. I Not know. so much about Roy, but yeah. See. I thought that. Hold on, I'm going to give you back the microphone here. There you go. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Yes, thank you for being our game show host. Of what? To parody. What? I guess that is a parody in a way. No, I guess I just thought that "I love you" was going to be too obvious, but "Save Luke" would be. But I forget how he died. Like, I forget what the circumstance was. And I wish I had been born five years earlier. No, you don't. No, I don't. (laughs) Well, that was fun. That was fun. Congratulations. I don't have a prize. (laughs) Sorry. I wasn't really. I'm disappointed in myself. It's all right. I think it's funny that we got the same ones wrong. Right. Because we guessed the same thing. Yeah. So. Oh, no, we didn't guess the same thing. We were both different. For two and four. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I said I, accident, you said... Lasso. Yeah. Because I knew that that was a storyline, but we've never talked about it. Right. But we've also never done a 411. We did a 411 about the Hardy family, I think, but never mm-hmm. about Steve specifically. And if we did it, it was in 2019 when we weren't really doing the research that we do now. 
Yeah, we'll have to go back, update our old stuff we in our spare time. Do we do? Okay. So anyway, that was from the People Magazine. And I'm just going to let you know, I screamed when I opened it because that's the inside. Ugh. It's Sunny and Nina. What? I'm sorry. Out of 60 years, I'm not against the fact that this is in it because this is current storyline. Story but, but come on. No. The inside cover should not be Sunny and Nina. No. It should be Laura and Kevin. Because Laura's been around forever. Or maybe just Laura. Maybe they made it that because that is the current storyline of this Maybe. Year. Maybe. And I do have one correction because I think it's important and it's something that we have talked about. So they talk about Sam and Dante. I mean, we could do an entire episode just on this alone. Let me find it. Where is it? <clears throat> oh, it says they're the soapiest couple on daytime TV. Are they though? No. Sam was married to Jason Morgan, who died twice. Yes. While Dante's ex-wife, Lulu Spencer, is currently in a coma. Mm-hmm. Sam's mother, Alexis, slept with Dante's father, Sonny, and has a child. So Sam's half-sister, Christina, is also Dante's half-sister. Also, you forgot Leo. Mm -hmm. They did not mention Leo. Got that? Sam also slept with Sonny and became pregnant, but she lost the baby. No. Lost the baby is a miscarriage. Right. She had a stillborn. She had a stillborn. The baby was born. Yes. Unfortunately, baby Lila, who has a name was born and was stillborn. She did not lose the baby. I think that's really important. It is. That's a... Otherwise, Dante would be living with his half-sibling's mother. His sisters. Mm -hmm. Not just living with. Being daddy to. Sleeping with. He's not being daddy to Sam. No, being daddy to her child. Like, correct. Step-daddy. Correct. I know they're not married yet, but they're living together, which... And don't forget the time Mobster Sonny shot good cop Dante in the chest before he knew Dante was his son. Ah, he didn't shoot good cop Dante. He shot Dominic. Right. Who was working for him. Yes. Because he thought that he was betraying him. And then, you know. And he was correct. And then it just goes into their real lives. But you left out a lot of crossover because they also share a brother. Mm-hmm. And cousins and things. So now we can write for People's Magazine. I know that 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 just that really disappointed me. I didn't read the entire magazine yet, but I just happened to skim that, and I was like, mm -mm, "That's not that's not that." So, okay, now we're gonna get into the show. Okay. So last week I said that Ava had hit Nicholas with the Griffin. Why did I, super nerd, not look up? what a griffin means i don't know it is a protector from evil it is traditionally known for god guarding treasures and possessions griffins are protectors from evil slander and witchcraft as well sculpted in some churches the griffin is known as a christian symbol and depicts both the divine and the human in heraldry griffin stands for courage leadership and strength and that was on ringmakers.com 
I don't know if they put that much thought into it. However, I want to think they did. I want to think that they did as well. That, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, but somebody else did write in saying they were glad that I said I noticed the Griffin because they did as well. Let me see. Oh, I forget who wrote in and I apologize. I did not snooze it to be, but someone else wrote in. So yeah, good job. I like that there's a Shannon. There's a lot more of me out there than Shannon Dorkiness fan club. Yes. But I mean it as a compliment. I know. Well, I just so that everyone knows. because like, I, I am so not ashamed of right. my nerdiness. Well, I just mean, I don't want anyone thinking that I call you a dork is it's a bad thing because no. um, my fiance is also a dork and it's one of the things that I love about him. So Aww, one of the things I'm on Ryan level. Exactly. It's one of the things Yay. I love about you too. And it's just fun to see the things that you like random things that you decide to deep dive on because <laughs> and then I you can't let it go. At everything. <laughs> it's not that I can't let it go. I am curious. Yeah. But then also, so we couldn't remember the name of the lady whose pin Trina gave to Portia on yes, her yes, wedding yes, day. Yes. It was, and this is from Chandra. Thank you so much for sending this in because she was yelling at us, not yelling at us. I think she said, you should have seen me talking to you guys saying blah, 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 because it was. Trina gives Portia the old charm she found while working on her high school suffrage project. It was inspired by the charm owned by their ancestor, a doctor named Priscilla Johnson. Trina doesn't seem to be, doesn't seem aware that Priscilla was her relative. That's who Portia portrayed in that whole flashback when they talked about it. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's cool. So that's really cool. That is very, very cool. Okay. So that was it. All right, what's the headlines? Because I feel like this week was about one thing, pretty much. Sam and Dante come up with a plan. Okay. Stella gets an unexpected visitor. Okay. Ryan makes a bold move. Uh Uh-huh. Nina and Joss have words. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Spencer is alarmed. All right, there you go. That's the recap for the week. (laughs) So I pulled you and I watched them all in one day because I was traveling and we'll get into that. But yeah, no one's going to feel bad for you that you had to watch them all at once since you were hanging out in Florida. Nice try. (laughs) So Dante, I mean, Dante and Sam, I felt like they did what they were supposed to do. They went, they talked to the barmaid. She said, no, I don't know who you're talking about. They couldn't press her right then. It was during the you know, the bar was open or whatever. So they went home or went back to their cabin, talked for a couple minutes. And then she was like, Hey, why don't you go talk to her? Cause I feel like she'll open up to you more. And whenever he got there, he found that she was trying to flee and she almost hit him over the head. That was really good. Yeah. She's smart like, smart woman. Very, yeah, very like, smart. What kind of beer do you want? Oh, here. As she grabs this bat thing to hit him with. It yeah. wasn't a bat. It was like flat. I don't know what it's called. And then it's like a sporting thing, but I don't know what it's called surprise amanda doesn't know something about sports um i know the name of it i see it cricket is it a cricket bat sure anyway she's gonna hit him he stopped her and then he explained that he did not work for ryan that he was just trying to figure out where esme's parents came from good job boom don't know anything about general hospital but i apparently know what a (laughs) cricket bat is um i'm resigning (laughs) (laughs) no you're not um 
And then Sam showed up and basically said the exact same thing. They didn't really clarify for sure that Ryan was her dad, though. Like, it was all a bunch of conclusions. There was no blood test. That is true. But also, how did they not put together that she was Maggie? Especially when they said, you know, and she rattled off the Spice Girls names. And it's like, yeah, that means that's... I thought that's where they were going. And they were both shocked that that was her. I'm like, really? You didn't didn't put that one together? I just said, they remember that they're there to work and not make out. They did remember that? Because they started to. And -hmm. then they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We're not here for this. Yes. Sam's like, get up, get up. We're not doing this. I wanted her to give them their letters, her letters. And maybe that's coming. But I would like to build that whole picture of Esme. And how she got to be how she is. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to know if we're going to turn her back into a good character or if we're going to make her remember that she's evil like Ryan. Maybe she'll be half and half like Sunny. Maybe. I'd be okay with her having a redemption story because she's a kid. Yeah. And that would be nice to see. Maybe she'll go back to being Esme, but make the change, but not hide the fact that she was who she was. Right. Because... She's still really young. She is really young. And she's but based a lot of that horrible stuff on. And again, I mean, we don't know that backstory. We don't know the story with. And Maggie seems to love her. Mm-hmm. There has to have been some point where she just decided. Well, I guess this is my family. This is how I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Is. Bad or something. I mean, she's. I mean, lots of people... She took it to the next level on something. Oh, yeah. But lots of people turn their life around after they have a kid. And so that would be the perfect, you know, gateway to her saying, I want to do better. I want to change my story. Yeah. Well, just want to stick on that? Oh, so, yeah. So they escape. I like that she had no idea what was going on. She's like, sure, Heather, you can show me a shortcut back to my cell. And then, oh, look, there's a guard. (laughs) And Ryan comes out and stabs them. Okay, Avery Pohl is such a good actress. I really want to know how many hours she spends perfecting her screams because they are on point every single time. I wouldn't practice that. I would just hold it all in and then get it out then. Maybe. You know? Yeah, that's true too. I don't know. But if anyone would like to cast me in a screaming role, <laughs> I got some got some screaming I could get done. <laughs> But yeah, that would... Oh, she was so good. She was. Oh, and I'm begging Mac, help me, help me, help me. That broke my heart. Right? And he's like, what's going on? And then Ryan, boom, slams over the head. Okay. I know. Mac should have seen that coming. No. How do they not have... Well, no, he shouldn't have because they only knew about the two that were escaped because Ryan had put the guard in his space so they thought that ryan was still there had he known yes had he known that ryan had also escaped 100 percent. but i feel like as a police officer you're on guard all the time that's why they like lead with their gun and their light and kind of know their whole surroundings and he his mistake was that he was only focusing on the things right in front of him he was just trying to be a nice guy right before they didn't realize helping some stranded women on the side of the road. That is true. Okay. I'll How is there break. not a camera at that location? How many car accidents have there been? Criminals being on the side of the road there. Right. 
How they're really lacking in cameras. They are. That's what we've decided. You know what, though? I kind of don't want them because it's very similar to how we think about our childhoods. Like, we didn't have all this technology. And how many TV shows do you watch now and think that would not even... There was an episode... Oh, Seinfeld. When they lost their car. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be an episode now because you could beep, beep. You could... Do all those things. I think you could be beeped then, you know, with a, but not all cars. Right. My first car did not have an automatic. I did not have a beep beep either. Mm -hmm. And, or how many of them, you know, whenever people get lost and can't find each other, well, you have a cell phone. Yeah. And so that episode wouldn't have happened. Right. So I guess we just suspend belief and they just have no security cameras. I mean, if that's the most unrealistic thing that's on a soap. And then Ryan went to Windermere. He did. To visit Ava. And Felicia was there. And I loved the two of them kind of teaming up on him. Like, oh, that must have been really hard listening to us talk about how much we don't care about you. Yes. They were taunting him. Oh, and then he tells Felicia that Mac is hurt. Mm -mm. Yeah, he says, I just kind of let some of my rage go. And he was going to. Heather did save Mac in that instance because she mm-hmm. was like, we don't have time for this. Get in the car. We have to go. Yep. Or else my Mac would be dead. Oh, and throwback to when Sam and Dante were speaking with Maggie. They were talking about Connie Cooper. That was episode three of the four-part Ryan series that we talked about. All of that. The shamrock, I don't believe, was actually mentioned in that. No. That's the one that she knit him the scarf. Mm-hmm. And then he killed her with it. Right. In short. But if you want to go listen to the, just go back and listen to the entire four-part series of Ryan Chamberlain, first of all. But part three is the one that specifically speaks to Connie and what they were talking about. Yeah. And then Austin's there and overhears and is getting ready to call someone. I was so mad. I I was so mad. I screamed. (laughs) My husband and daughter are like, what is wrong? I was like, if this seriously happens, first of all, are we now thinking that it's Heather? Like yeah. legit, it's Heather? Not, no, no. You wasted six months of our lives. I'm, I'm sorry. thinking that it's Heather because... I'm sorry. I mean, that's the only one that makes sense. Although, again, we talk about the launch. I want to understand how it works because I don't see the launch master or whatever saying, oh, sure, you two go ahead, get on the boat and go over to see Ava without realizing who one of those people are. Their faces are plastered all over everything. However, they also still didn't know that Ryan was out. And he's he's Kevin's twin. Yeah. And I loved when Felicia and Ava said Kevin, and he raised his hand and goes, nope. (laughs) Or sorry, raised his arm. (laughs) I'm sorry, I thought that was funny. It was funny. It was. No such luck. Sorry. But... Are we hooking Austin? I, I mean, that's all the... Co- hopefully, Austin's fighting it because it stopped. <gasps> and saw the or is the Hulk Mason? Or is the Hulk Mason and Mason was going to get Ava? Oh, that would be good. Or it's Olivia. Jerome. It's not Olivia Jerome. Stop holding on to that hope. I, need to, not be, I need to not be Heather. I understand that that's what you need. <laughs> His cousin would make sense. But I but don't. But he's know. also working for Olivia, and that's why that was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there was no jingle. Was there a jingle jingle? There was not. Okay. There was no jingle jingle. 
And what's the deal with the jingle jingle? I don't know. I think that was just to make us think it was Esme. But I don't remember hearing a jingle jingle. Or is it now not supposed to be because the charm was found on Rory? Oh, maybe. I just so assumed no, she now had there's multiple charms. I'm serious, though. If it is seriously Heather this entire time, and uh, that was a waste. But it makes sense because we haven't had any hookings in all these weeks that she's been back mm. in captivity. And now she's out, and here's a hook. I don't know. I hope Austin fought her so off. so many good thoughts. We do. We have. We had so many good theories. I really hope it's not just wasted as Heather. And I feel bad saying that because Heather is a great character. This. It would have been more fun to have Heather waiting on the dock for him to come back and the hook to get Heather. Yeah. That would have been better. Mm, I, I'm just not going to like if that's he if it was Heather no. this whole time because that's very anticlimactic. It is anti-Heather. Yes, Heather has killed and tried to kill to protect the people that she loves. And she has done it in ways. But this just feels sloppy. Sloppy, but also... More personal. I'm not... I don't mean that any part of this is rational. But everything that Heather did was kind of in an irrational way. Yeah. She had to put way too much thought into, because she poisoned Maggie's iced tea and it didn't work out, you know? Right. It's. So I feel like we've talked about before, a stabbing is a very intimate. Yes. Murder, because you're that close to the person there in most cases is some type of trust if it's like face to face. Yeah. And a gun is an impersonal murder because you have space between the two of you so heather hooking ava would have made sense because she was jealous of how much ryan loves ava yes but then hooking the other people just doesn't make sense because although she was mad that they were hurting esme it wasn't that same level of oh my gosh i need to kill you and i kind of still feel like heather would not have gone after kids they're young adults. But I do feel like she wouldn't do that. Right. You she know, they set them up some other way. It's not that she wouldn't have hurt them in some way. Right. But I don't see her killing she, them. No. And, and like again, chasing after Dawson. Yeah. I don't know. So it has to be Heather's evil. I mean, Heather is Absolutely. bonkers. But this just doesn't. It doesn't feel like her. So hopefully yeah. there's another player. And Allie Mills is doing a great job. Oh, absolutely. With this, but it... <sighs> it I don't know. I just feel like it's if not... if it was Cody, because he doesn't seem to have that same protective feeling of anyone. So he would go after anyone. You think it's Cody? Cody. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You think the hook is Cody? Austin's cousin. Mason. Mason! Jeez, I don't know why I can't do his name right. What is wrong with me that I cannot remember his name? I, and I did not put the post-it Every on. Every single week. I did not put the post-it on. I'm not, I, I, am I am. I'm going to like make a my screensaver on my phone. Mason. I'm just going to put it right at the top. <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, why do you have Mason on there? Just listen to the show. You'll know. Because Amanda just cannot remember that that is his name. Yeah. Oh, my. Okay. Mason. Okay. Doesn't have the same respect of people that Heather would. That same rational thinking. He just kills to kill. So it makes sense if it was him. But then also, then what's the tie to all the people for Trina? See, that's where it makes sense that it's Heather. That it's Heather. I know. I with, still liked the Rory idea. We've had the With the double. I'm not going back and I, we should have been writing these all down. We've been all over the place. Bottom line is, I don't want it to better than this. Be <laughs> Heather. Yes. There has to be a second in- involved person. Yes. There you go. Okay. So then Mac calls Felicia and Ryan answers. So Felicia knows that Mac is not dead. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan goes on to say that he's going to take one of them as a hostage and who wants to be the hostage. And that was kind of where that whole storyline left off of who's he going to try to take and who is the hook killer and did they get Austin? Who do you think's going to volunteer? What if the hook was Nicholas somehow? And he broke out. No. He broke out of being in the stable and came in to get Ava. Or was just or he's doing the copycat. Yeah. Because there's probably a hook in the stable. There is. That's why they thought it was Cody because it was. Right. That's for hay, right? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I wish you could see our faces. (laughs) Sure. We'll go with that. That would be a good twist if it was Nicholas. This time. Yes. This one and only time. Right, 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 right. Thinking he could get away with it because Ava's already been hooked once. Yeah. So it would make sense that the killer comes back to hook her again. Angry that she thought, but essentially killed him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll. All right. We'll see. I don't, it just popped in my head. Who knows? I could be so far off, but that's all right. How many series have we had? I know. (laughs) It's a fun guess. That's why I'm mad if it's Heather. I agree. Where do we want to go now? So Felicia is there to talk to Ava about, will she Mm. help work against Ryan again? Right. And Anna and Valentine are waiting for her to come back. And they're noticing that it's taking her a very long time to come back to the cabin. Felicia came to tell her that he was escaped, right? Mm -mm. Okay, no. She didn't know that. Okay, that's right, because then that's why they thought Kevin. I literally just said that at the beginning of this entire thing, that they didn't know. <laughs> yep. But then I was second-guessing myself, like, oh, wait, was that why? No, it wasn't. No. Because Matt didn't know yet at that point. Right. Right, right, right. So, anyway, uh, we got to see Valentine and Anna doing some yoga. Super cute. I just want to be that flexible for like five minutes of my life. I just want to know how they're doing it. And that's small of a space. Yeah. And not doing it parallel to the couch, but perpendicular. 
I don't know. I don't know either. But she got it done. And Valentine was like, yeah, this is too hard. I'm just going to sit here. Can't do it. And then they made a comment about Lucy and Martin never leaving Shagging. the bedroom. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that was really... I think the point of that whole scene was just to tell us that they were still there and that they're still... Oh, well, well and they Anna, did the intercepted. Yes, they did the phone call with the deputy mayor where Anna said, You're, there's blood on your hands. That was good. Yes. That was very I'm good. I'm liking all that. Yes, me too. And I still love how the deputy mayor thinks that she like has a choice in it. She's again talking to Victor about, I don't want to do this anymore. We were working together. And he says, you no. were never working with me. You were working for me. And you're not leaving because I... I'm not allowing you to. So yep. there you go. But I feel like all of those storylines were just scooching along mm -hmm. in minimal space. The highlight of the whole week was the wedding and the fact that um, <sighs> Ryan escaped. Yes. Want to talk about Willow real quick? Is she even on this week? Yeah. They're getting married. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. But Liesl and Carly were in the elevator together. And yes. Carly did a great job. She did. She did. Of, I'm so sorry for your loss. And then, you know, Liesl's like, aren't you to blame for Nina? And she's like, no. Nina did all this horrible stuff to Willow beforehand. And I cannot force her to forget that. Right. But then Carly had a workaround. And she was willing to help her have a relationship with Liesl. Yes. And I thought that that was really nice. And I loved Liesl going and talking with Willow saying, you are from a strong line of, she didn't push it. Right. But she gave her a little bit of background about the family, the bloodline that she comes from. Mm -hmm. And I think that Willow actually seemed to be receptive. Yes. To it. I mean, she's not ready to be like, no. oh, Liesl, I love you so much. All right. They're not throwing birthday parties and tea parties together, but I'll listen to what you say and I'll take it into account and I'm not kicking you out of my room. So because Liesl went in kindly and just wanted to connect with her. Yes. Not no expectations. Nope. Yes. But yeah, then they're going to get married and they told everyone that they're going to get married. Mm hmm. Yeah. I do. And, yeah. I do remember that. Now that shows my split of when I watched it. <laughs> I watched Monday, I was Tuesday. I didn't even write it down. Though, yeah. Because I watched Monday, Tuesday, and then I watched Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Gotcha. So, what else was standalone before we get into the wedding? Mm. I don't think there was. Mm -mm. Oh, Ava said that she goes from chic to shady. I love that. <laughs> All dressed in black, ready to go bury a body. Yeah. Oh, Trina. So, we'll just go into it that Trina introduced Spencer to her grandfather and yes. uncle. I had a thought on the 213 episodes. That was Monday. What if Uncle Ezekiel. Yes is part of the pikeman security group oh i'm just gonna throw that in there that would he be gave good. me no reason to believe that but there was just it popped in my head i was like huh that would be good yeah oh i like that okay yes write that in there sounds good i thought that was sweet and then he spencer got all mad at dex for being there and <sighs> oh but the way that trina already can shut him down yep. and is like, nope, I invited you here as my guest. Yes. And you're not going to do this. Right. Done. And he dealt with it. And then he and Joss kind of came to a truce. She said that she still doesn't think that he's good enough for Trina. 
but she can't stop him from seeing her just like he can't dictate who she spends her time with right so yeah and it kind of came to a nice little truce understanding whatever mm-hmm. i liked that i feel bad for joss though that they sent sunny sent dex away so she didn't have anyone because trina was off visiting aunt stella along with spencer and so trina or joss is just there by herself. I mean, she was making a cute video. That was nice to do the yeah, the um, tribute video. She seemed to be more of like an event planner. Yes. Instead of a guest. Yes. Because she was in charge of talking with Laura mm-hmm. about the ceremony and everything. And Jordan went to talk to Portia. That's where we left off on Friday. Right. And says that she's a cop and had to investigate. First of all, there's no crime. Nope. No. And maybe she should be doing that with, I don't know, her actual job. That's a good point. But I did appreciate the fact that where she left it was, I am letting you know from experience that if you marry him and he finds out that you lied to him, your marriage is over. Yes. If you tell him now, you might be able to save it. Yes. I like, she really did seem to be coming from a place of caring about Curtis and not wanting him to get hurt again. But along those same lines, I did not think that it was realistic that Stella would be so open with Trina about stuff. I felt like she would have yeah. talked around it or just pretended to be sick and said, yeah, nope, I'm not feeling well, sorry, and gone back to bed or whatever, because it was not really her place to open up that whole can of worms. And I also don't feel like Trina would have come into the wedding so emotional and angry on her mom's day. She would have waited two or three days and then been like, okay, now that things have settled down or now that you're back from your honeymoon, I need to ask you. Or she would have taken her own investigative route and run a DNA test herself with her and Taggart. Mm -hmm. And then whenever it comes back, however it's going to come back, turned around and been like, no, Stella, you were wrong. You've assumed this and Taggart is my dad. Or then gone to Portia and been like, whoa, look at this proof. Why didn't you tell me? Blah, blah, blah. Right. I agree. I also did not feel it was very Trina to walk in and glare at her mom and be like, I was out looking for answers. Right. No, you weren't. You were out asking Stella, hey, are you really sick? Because it'd be nice if you showed up to their wedding. And all Stella had to say was, you know what? I was dressed and ready to go. So explains the dressed and ready to go. Yeah. And I just, I got dizzy. I, I had to lay down. Sure. Right. Because she was struggling with not going. Right. And that's when Jordan came and talked with Stella and talks about how she's indispensable in the family. And she, Stella even said... I lied to Curtis for 40 years about his father. Yes. I understand why Portia probably made this decision. Right. With that remembrance, she should have been able to say, you know what? We're going to have to talk about this at some point. But right now, I can't be faulting her because I did the same thing. Yes. She mu- and she even said Portia must have had her reasons mm-hmm. to Anything. not she even to look into it. could have come up with any excuse to say to Trina, I didn't show up. And no, I'm not coming and just left it go. Right. Or even said, I have other reasons, but I'm not up to talking about them right now because I really don't feel good. And Trina wouldn't have pushed. Nope. But I did think it was funny when Jordan said that 
Stella was indispensable to the family and she said that the cemetery is full of indispensable people. Yeah. I'm like, Stella and I would be friends. Yes. Because I think of things like that. Yeah. That's true. It is very That's true. That's why I don't care about how I'm buried because it's just like, all right, guess what? After like my grandkids go, who's really going to care? Unless I do something absolutely amazing that people would want to come see. I don't know. The queen of GH on a monument. I lost that earlier. <laughs> Somehow no. I don't think our knowledge is just based on this 10 questions. Thank goodness. No, that is very true. I did think it was so funny, though. So during the vows, Curtis said vows to Taggart. He stared at him. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second. Who's getting married here? I thought it was nice that he, he looked over and acknowledged the blending he of the families well, and everything. But it, the same he thing. kept saying it right, as I'm he like, was looking. Yeah. And then um, Portia, before she didn't object, turned and looked at Trina. Like, Trina didn't know anything at that point. So, of course, Trina's like, okay, mm-hmm. why are you looking at me? Of course, go ahead and get married. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. I liked that Taggart attended the wedding. I did too. That was nice. Yeah. My ex did not attend mine, but that... Was he invited? No. Okay. We weren't where we are now, so that would have been weird. Yeah, my ex will not be invited to mine. So So when Curtis was giving his vows, though, I thought that he was going to start using, like, all Beatles titles (laughs) because he started with My Love, which is... Okay, I'm sorry. That's Paul McCartney. And then he started talking about The Long and Winding Road, which is also a Paul McCartney song. That song is not a love song. It is basically about kind of the one that got away. The, the longing. Yeah, it's, it's not a love song. It's a beautiful song. I think it's a beautiful song. It, it kind of pulls it the emotions but maybe curtis was trying to say that that's what portia had been all along was the one that got away and now he finally has her oh no yeah no i i was just picking up on the beatles sorry stuff certain paul mccartney mostly paul mccartney certain people like me had no idea (laughs) so yeah i mean paul mccartney did not start the phrase the long and winding road right i just thought because then she also brought it up and i'm like yeah guys that's that's not a love song. Yeah. Have you ever seen the father-daughter dance become no a group dance? No. It is not a dance for all fathers and daughters. No. Only for the bride and her father. Okay. Portia's daddy was adorable. He was adorable. That is no no no. She said to him, Daddy. She said oh, Daddy. Oh, oh, oh. Like the way that she said it was okay. sweet. It wasn't gross. It wasn't gross because it didn't have that same tone to it, was, it she was so ex- she's a daddy's girl you know she was excited he was there yes i liked the taggart dance with trina and i liked that there was the maybe he it was allowed a- curtis to step in yes i thought that was sweet maybe it was appropriate only because trina was her daughter and so sure she can dance with her dad but the way that Drew announced it was like every father daughter come on over here and although there weren't any other ones at certain I mean, weddings there are and no that's not what that is no like mm-hmm. there's the anniversary dance there's yeah I don't mm-hmm. and then back to when they were exchanging their vows Laura said per tradition she asked them if they thought there was any reason they shouldn't marry each other 
Never heard of that before either. Okay, thank you. Cool. I kind of feel like it's assumed if you're standing up there, there's no reason that you shouldn't be up there. Right. And I feel like that anyone encompasses them them too. You don't ask them separately. Mm -mm. Are you sure about this? Are you sure about this? Are you good? Now's your time to run. Right. I don't know. So that's, especially where she said per tradition. I'm like, is it though? Not, is it though? Not that I've ever heard of. Not in any weddings I've gone to. But the gist of it was nice. It was a nice ceremony, especially since she only had a half a day to plan for it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was surprised that it wasn't that the whole Stella information didn't come out until after they were officially married, because now that's going to get real dicey with Curtis. Mm-hmm. So Portia just straight up told her. I, I don't know. The timing was this. Curtis had just left her. Still not okay because it's not like he left her knowing that she was pregnant. Right. At the end of the day, there's nothing she can say that's going to justify it to make it okay. But I feel like the reasons that she had for it made as much sense as anything else could. It's not like she was trying to keep Curtis from his daughter because he was bad or trying to use Trina to manipulate Taggart into giving her something or something like that. It was... I thought this relationship was over, definitely, and this was a new beginning with your father, and he was so excited that I couldn't break his heart again. I don't know. I'm Not- with Trina, though. She she lost her identity. She doesn't know who she is. I don't know. That's a big thing. That's If you've been raised thinking one thing and then find out it couldn't, and what's even worse, not worse, I do appreciate the fact that Portia legit does not know. Yes. She never... To me, that makes it, again, not okay, but she doesn't know if she was actually withholding a secret kind of thing. Right. If she would have got the results, that would have been a different level of lie. I did like that the second that Curtis and Taggart walk through the door, Trina goes, hey, dad, you might not be my dad. I mean, I didn't like it, but I... I liked how protective taggart was he was like why is my baby girl bawling her eyes out what's going on but he they're talk yes he's like nothing changes i'm not i'm not thinking one way or the other about it you're my daughter and that's yep. all there is to it it was beautiful it was that was a very very nice scene and that's a very quick here's the thing though too taggart might have suspected i'm sure he did and so he's already processed it processed it for himself that okay right and made his own decision because if he really wanted to push it he could have maybe he actually went and did one and does know but didn't tell Portia because (gasps) oh he could have done that yeah yeah he could have he didn't very easily he could have yeah maybe that's why he didn't like Curtis like I know he didn't like Curtis because they had had an affair but maybe that was even more the reason that he was like are we sure Curtis is hanging around because I don't want this coming to light Hmm. So Taggart knew. I like it. I mean, he is like a detective. So maybe I mean, he actually he is followed a good through. One. Yeah. I, would I like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How? What? What is going on today that we're we talking at the exact same time, saying the exact same thing? Talking about your favorite person. Drew was trying to be so nice to Nina. Asking her very basic questions. Why did she have to get all snippy with him? I don't know. I mean, he genuinely was. Right. He was just being courteous. How are you? How was the wedding? How was this? Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. 
And even if she is hiding the secret for them or whatever. But she's not because she doesn't even know. Exactly. She doesn't even know what she's hiding. And that's what she said to Weasel. They were all hush hush, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But she doesn't have any idea. And I thought that whole, let me go get more food, food for you with Sunny was just like gross. Stop it. Stop catering to him like that. Food was served. If he didn't eat enough, too bad. Moving on. <laughs> he didn't eat it. He took it over and set it down in front of Laura. Like, here, I don't know. Nina gave me this for some reason. Do you want some? <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with him her getting him food. She didn't ask that they brought out another tray of hors d'oeuvres or whatever for everyone. She just went and got one special plate for him because she's half owner of the hotel. No. Weird. I don't think no. there's anything wrong with feeding him. No. But then she says that no matter what Portia and Trina have going on, cannot possibly hold a candle to her situation with Willow. Of course not. We don't compare pain or experience. I mean, I feel like that sentence just sums up everything that I and so many of our fans who also dislike Nina have been saying for months. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Nina is that person that will always make it about her or how her situation is worse. And that's the thing. It's not like she's trying to build common ground by sharing a similar experience right. to understand the other person's side or to offer i know that this isn't the same thing but i've gone through some messy stuff too right so i can at least understand having a messy mind mm -hmm. not your specific situation but my life's not perfect either anything yeah. anything that would make it uh, I'm caring about you or trying to care about your situation. That's never what she's doing. No. Mm. Oh, but Marshall played. Here, we'll go on. We'll leave. He did. Yes, we'll end on well, a good note. Marshall. Aw, look at what you did there. Look at what you did there. <laughs> he played. <laughs> or didn't get distracted or mess up anyway. And the look on Curtis's face as he was listening that was so sweet. I'm wondering if the actor is really a musician, though, because the way that he was keeping time with his leg was very, or he's, I mean, he's probably also just a good actor, but that was, I remember doing, like, I do that. I right. still do it. I mean, obviously, he had to have some skill. You don't pick up even just learning one song like it's nothing. You know what I mean? He had to been at least taking lessons for some time. I can't figure out if he was really playing or not, because sometimes the keys were off. Oh. But it also could have been because we know that they would sing, but then they dub over because they have them go to so I didn't yeah. I couldn't tell was okay. he really playing? Because I thought that he I thought he did a really good job of if he was not playing. Looking like he was he playing. He really yeah. looked I like he was playing. Absolutely thought he was playing. But there was just a couple times okay. I mean a split second. Yeah. And that's why I was like, oh maybe the dubbing's just off, off. by like a second. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he, it was I loved so it. Sweet. I loved yes. it. It actually kind of made me miss playing. Oh my, we're going to have concert time with Shannon now. Shannon's going to get her clarinet out of the attic. <laughs> Marshall and I can play duet. Madeline has a violin. You want to start a band? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. JD played drums. There you go. A clarinet, a violin, and drums. It's going to be quite an <laughs> interesting good. sound. And I have a piano, so we can figure that out too. Ryan can play the piano. Oh, and my daughter plays guitar now. There you go. We got our own little partridge family. Oh, my. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'll be your Lois. I'll just market you guys because I don't have any of those talents. Okay. I can pretend to play a flute because that's what I did when I took it. <laughs> that's what I started on, but my arms were so short I couldn't reach the bottom key. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's it funny. broke my heart. I wanted to play it so badly and I just couldn't reach. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, nope. I was little. Yeah, I didn't have that issue. Nope. It's fifth grade. I wanted to play so bad. And then I just, nah, wasn't as fun. Do, do, do. Reality check. I guess with that, we could just pretty right. much roll right into reality check. Roll right check. into reality check now that you know our musical backgrounds. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, my uh, brother and sister-in-law from Ohio came in this weekend. Oh. And so we all went out to dinner you know, kind of like it's depressing, but my mom likes to say this might be the last time <gasps> all the kids are mom, together. Stop it! And stop so, it. um, she's never allowed to meet my father-in-law. He does stuff like that too, and I look at him and I'm like, mm -mm. yeah. She she keeps bringing up like I'll be 84, and like this is the end. And I'm like, can you stop doing this? Like I'm not ready. Like to quote Stella's, I know, I know that people have to leave, but no. No, I don't, I don't want a uh, cemetery full of indispensable people. Thanks anyway. So um, anyway, we went out to dinner and it was nice. And then Megan and Emily are kind of close with my sister-in-law. And so they went out to lunch the next day together. And oh, that's had, nice. Oh, that's special time. Yes. So and then Madeline and me and Ryan went out shopping and getting last minute stuff that we needed because today is her rehearsal for all of her dance stuff because next weekend is our first competition so good times yeah i know how much you love them <sighs> she loves that madeline loves it exactly and that's all that matters she loves them and that's what matters but as i'm putting together everything and like last year i bought a bunch of extra tights in case she would mm -hmm. run any and she didn't run any of them and so I didn't buy any of that color now she needed black ones also so I went and bought black ones but I didn't buy any of the tan ones guess what I have no idea where they are so she has a tan one but it's not the right brand does that mean it's not going to match blah 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 luckily Aww. today's just rehearsal so if it's not right I have a week to go get the right ones and we have a dance store right down the road but it's just those kind of things where I'm yeah. like I thought I was prepared and then no of course not hmm. but she's excited I'm excited they have some cute numbers so there you go you want to come to rehearsal with me no no <laughs> you don't want to spend four or five hours of your life there no I have to edit <sighs> you can edit there it'll be okay that defeats the purpose of me <laughs> being there. If I'm going to be there, I'm going to watch it. <sighs> yeah. Stop going by myself. So, But that's it. That's all I have going on. How about you? I spent days in Florida. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, this was the first time that I've opened my laptop since last Monday afternoon. Wow. Good job. I did have some work I had to get done while I was down there, but I was just able to do it on my phone. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. So we did, it was my professional mom's network uh, conference and I got to go a day early because I'm on the leadership team and I'm an admin. I'm the director of charitable giving for the national organization. So we went in early, spent a whole day like talking about administrative stuff you know like <laughs> yeah. what we can be doing better what we can do in the future 
you know, the uh, founder's vision for certain things. So it's just, and a lot of these people I have quote known for years, but have only ever seen on Zoom. Oh, even though okay. I talk to them so much, right? I, I've never met them, and it was just—it was so wonderful to finally meet in person. And then it was open to anyone who is in our organization, and they came in on Wednesday afternoon. Oh, and so we flew in Tuesday morning, so Valentine's Day morning. We were not allowed to even go put our bags in the house because they didn't want us basically spending the day at the house. They banished us to the water park for the day. Oh my gosh. It was horrible. I'm sure it was. It was horrible to be forced to not do what every single one of us would definitely be doing. (laughs) Yeah, right. And so we just spent the day by the pool and the lazy river and it was really, really nice. The weather was gorgeous. Was not happy about coming back to snowy weather on Friday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so everyone else came in on Wednesday night. We did, uh, we had a wine tasting. No, we did the wine tasting on Tuesday. Was the wine tasting Tuesday? doesn't really matter. But we had just a bunch of sessions and it was great. There was about 40 women. And so it's called professional moms, but you don't have to be a mom to attend. I do think that everyone that was there was a mom. Yeah. But just hearing so many people's stories and you know, we're on topic and then wind up going off topic. And it, I mean, it was totally spirit led. So like we, it just happened. Like this one girl just had her first baby six months ago and is struggling with postpartum. And so everybody scheduled a date that they're going to call her. Oh, that's so nice. Because she is really, because her dad passed away a year ago. So he passed away four months before her daughter was born, his first grandchild. And she's really been struggling with that. And so everyone took a day. That is so sweet. And then another woman is fairly recently widowed. And then her son is older. And she sold all of her belongings and is moving to Thailand. Oh, my gosh. Right. I mean, amazing. Wow. And then another woman was an ex-cop. And she was... I, I didn't get like her full, full story. She spent time in Ukraine and wound up coming back like right before the war broke out. And now she's trying to start a nonprofit. Wow. But in the meantime, she's going to, I think she said Africa. I could be wrong. Gosh. And then one girl just had her fifth baby and she's going to be 40 this year. Nice. And she's wears a bunch of different hats also. So it was just really, one woman was paralyzed for 16 years. Oh my gosh. I know. But nobody did it in a Nina way where everyone was comparing. It was, I mean, that's just, everyone has stuff. Everyone has challenges. We all have to just figure out how to get through it. And it was just, oh, it was, I left feeling great. So good. You know, and you deserve the time. New connections. Still had to get some work done. Was negotiating a deal in, we did a scavenger hunt at Disney Springs. Oh. And halfway through, I just had to make a couple phone calls, <laughs> right. wrote up a, an addendum, but got it done while waiting in line and for dinner. Oh, that's cute. And that's, that's the thing, though, that I love the most is I get to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be at a desk right. from nine to five. 
I can be down in Disney Springs writing a contract. Yeah. And just go right back to, right. You know, it's, I don't know. That's just how I look at it is that. Yeah. So, yeah. And then when we flew home, I had, so our flight was later in the afternoon. So my travel buddy and I went back to the water park and spent a couple hours there. And then I thought that I had packed in my carry on because I did check a bag socks and boots and I just packed boots and no socks. So I arrived home to 28 degrees in sandals. Oh no. So that was comfortable. Mm-hmm. There was a really sweet guy though in front of me on the airplane. He's like, I'll have, I have socks. Aww. I'm like, Oh, I put my boots back in my check bag. Thank you so much though. Yeah. That was sweet. Cause I just was not digging through the whole bag. I know I had socks in it, but I had already packed. Yeah. So it wasn't happening, but yeah, it was wonderful. And I didn't go on the second half. So they're on a cruise right now. Oh, wow. So the second half was a cruise. So I'm missing that. Next year, I'm totally doing the entire thing. So, mm-hmm. but it was just enough. It was great. Good. I love those babies. Very nice. But yeah, so join us on Thursday. We're doing a fan spotlight with Artemis. Oh my gosh. His energy too. He was so I know. excited about everything GH. Yes. It's a good talk. Yeah. So have a good week. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at pier54podcast at gmail.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.